Are you ready to uncover hindrances blocking your dreams? Welcome to Reveal the Diamond Within podcast. I'm your host, author and national pageant winner, Joanna Harabedian. Through thought-provoking interviews, inspiring stories and teachings, we help you shine in the four pillars of strength for emotional, spiritual, physical, and financial breakthrough. It's time to step into your God-given greatness. It's your time to shine. Welcome to Reveal the Diamond Within. I'm your host, Joanna Harabedian, and today we have a special guest with us to help us address the arena of the health pillar. You know, health is so important, and my guest is world-renowned, and without further ado, I want to introduce Dr. Tosh James. Welcome, Dr. Tosh. We're so ha- excited to have you on the broadcast today. Thank you, Joanna. Thanks for having me on here. I'm excited as well. Yes. Well, I would like to have you uh, briefly share a little bit about your background and your history. I We have a very exciting program today. I'm, I can't wait for our listeners to listen. So why don't you go ahead and share a little bit about your background and what you do? Sure. Yeah, I've been into health and wellness since I was a kid because I was an athlete. Um, and just looking back, you know, I'm, I'm looking at markers in my life. I was born and raised in India. I was there for 13 years. Mm-hmm. And, and it being just from an Indian background, you have doctors and physicians. And in our family, we had um, engineers and politicians and even people in, in the Bollywood world. My aunt was a, a famous Bollywood actor. And wow. But I remember even being from a, a affluent middle upper class family, we had so many sick people. You know, and we had access to the best, whatever that means. And we'll test that today. We'll talk about that a little mm-hmm. bit. So, um, and looking back now, there were healthier kids in the slums than there were wow. in my own family. And I was one of them. I was a sick kid. I was a sickly kid in a nine, 10 years old. And uh, my mom had taken me off all these medications because they, she said I was like a zombie. I was just zoned out. And I didn't know what to call these as a kid, but now I know them as flutters. I used to see flutters all the time. Wow. Um, so I always questioned, even growing up, coming through my teenage years and later on, it's like, what does what the, the best mean? Why are, if God designed us perfectly, why are we so sick? Why are people right. in, when I go on, in, on missionary trips uh, or humanitarian trips, People in in uh, indigenous areas are healthier than people in developed countries. So exactly, that, yeah, that led me to just ask questions and dig, and uh, I started learning about health and God's design and how it's created to heal by design and us not to interrupt design. So over the last uh, 10, 20 years, I've been trained by scientists, doctors from around the world that ask those same questions. And my role today, and it's been the last 20 years, is uh, as a coach or a lifestyle advisor to C-level executives. Mm-hmm. And 2018, 2019, God starts talking to me and he said, look, it's time for you to step out because I was kind of in the shadows, not by not that I was hiding. I was just this is just was my role, you know, unless right. someone referred someone to me. Nobody knew I existed. I wasn't out there doing any social media advertising, marketing. You know, clients came to us every day. And God said, it's time for you to start talking about, talking about this. Like, okay, Lord, why? And he said, my generals are dying. My captains are dying. My body's deteriorating. And we keep making mistakes. So mm-hmm. I said, okay, 
well, you lead the way, tell me what I need to do and I'll do it. And he started giving me downloads and this, and that's what's led to us even doing some of these podcasts. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's amazing. Well, you know, nothing could be truer, truer right now about the body of Christ and um, the, the, our people in general, people are dropping dead. I have so many friends that have passed away and their relatives and things like that over this last couple of years, it's, it's really been terrible. So that's why I wanted to have you on the show because the perspective that you bring and the keys that God gave you for health and wholeness to help our body heals themselves. Cause that's how the Lord's created our bodies. So why don't you share um, a little bit about what you do and, and in terms of health for people. Sure. A big part of what I do now is the education, reinformation, helping people understand how God designed us. Mm-hmm. As it was really people would come to us, we did an evaluation process and worked with their physicians, healthcare professionals to guide them through um, going more natural, less synthetic, less pharmaceuticals, even on the lifestyle side. Mm-hmm. But I realized even in the last few years, if I say something, if I say real food, well, we have to put context to that. What does that really mean? Right? People don't know that there's oh. organic, non-GMO, GMO projects. So we started defining some of that and teaching some of that. Um, a big part of where we are today is last 100 years, there's so much misinformation, too much information mm-hmm. according to how culture has changed. So the simplicity is how God designed us, right? So how how does our body function? Very, very simple. We ingest, we digest, we absorb, we nourish the liver, we nourish the bone marrow. The bone marrow produces everything necessary for the body to function. It is that simple. That is science. So every time we have to be responsible, every time we eat or drink something, are we helping that process? Either we're helping that process or getting in between that process. Um, And also when it comes to evaluations, we have to take another look at that. You know, there's so many types of evaluations today and it's also become a little invasive. And side note, we're not giving anybody medical advice, right? You know, so uh, check with the healthcare professionals. Yeah. But I've traveled all around the world and talked to physicians and scientists in, in different spaces. And one of the, one of our, um, our specialties is infectious disease. So, you know, that, that's another subject with what's happened over the last few years. And it's like, we saw all of this coming 20 years ago. Okay. So let's just talk about evaluations. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to be um, very cautious on how we do things because even evaluations that are standard in the industry sometimes can cause problems. So, mammograms, um, endoscopies, colonoscopies, biopsies, all of these can be invasive and this mm-hmm. should be reserved for um, worst case scenario, whatever that is. And you're going to have to make that decision on what that is. But when you start start poking into areas and running pipes and cameras into areas, stuff's not supposed to be there. And if there's already something there, this is simple rule of thumb. Like if there's mm-hmm. something already there's already cancer there. If there's already infection there and you're running cameras in and out of that area, you're running needles in and out of that area, guess what's about to happen? It's going to start spreading. And this is how possibly things can spread. And you got to be very, very careful. So 
that's something that, and we're, we're a faith-based group, right? So mm-hmm. let's really pray about this. And I, I'm going to take a yeah. side. People say, oh, you know, I heard the Holy Spirit or I heard God say this or whatever. I said, okay, you better check second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth time because Peter himself, who was with God, you know, Jesus was God, was the son mm-hmm. of God, right? right. Was with him. He was next to him. The Holy Spirit was there and Peter still got it wrong. Right. So, you know, when people, you know, this is where uh, I, I don't want to go on a rabbit trail, but when we have. No, this is good. We'll go with it. So when you have ministers, even in the last few years and over the last 20 years, have promoted invasive things um, because their lack of understanding. So my question to them and even to them today, just like Christ did to Peter, is what spirit are, spirit are you of? Mm-hmm. If you if you don't know, and, and we've even had, and we'll we'll go there real quick, but we've had so many people that have taken the jab that's that yeah. are in, that are leaders that, cl- that claim that oh you know God told me it's like okay well then why are you having health problems you shouldn't have any health problems mm-hmm. you know, cardiovascular issues why are you passing kidney stones you know this is this is not just one person this is multiple people having all these issues so. Yeah. We have to step back as a culture and and start redefining what credentials are, what uh, who is right. You know, who you know. We have to really listen to the Holy Spirit, Lord. What are you saying about each one of these situations? And take it one step at a time, because um, I'm going to go there right now as well. So far, yeah, okay. go do it. Pharmaceutical, a word pharmaceutical. Um, comes from the root word pharmakeia, mm-hmm. which is witchcraft and sorcery, period. Go look it up. You can look up any translation you want. Um, it's pharmakeia. So this is what we've subjected ourselves in, into. So when we talk about drug addictions, the, the biggest group of drug addicts are people in developed countries, not mm-hmm. taking drugs, that are taking legal drugs. So right. you, you're under the witchcraft. You're in sorcery. You've partnered with witchcraft. So don't be surprised when things start going wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we I see that. You know, David and I minister all over the U.S. and we've seen a huge increase in the amount of uh, legal pharmaceutical drugs, you know, mental drugs, all these kind of things that people are on, and like, and they don't realize what you just said that they're coming under a spirit of pharmakia. They're coming under that spirit of addiction and, and that has to be broken, but we also have to have uh, awareness. So this is why I'm so glad you're talking about this today. So we can create the awareness for the body of Christ to know, begin to know how to pray, come out of agreement and repent of that and, and let God do the rest. Yeah. And I've got a lot of friends that are in the, in the pharmaceutical space. I've got family members that were auditors at the highest mm-hmm. levels pharmaceutical industry and friends that are physicians that are general practitioners that are specialists that are surgeons that are still in my council and they're actually some of them are clients of mine now mm-hmm. and, and we've all kind of come to an agreement even just with what's happened over the last few years 2018 19 20 21 22 23 now yeah. just having roundtables and council to say look some of these things should be reserved for bridge care urgent Mm -hmm. trauma care. That's it. Outside of that, you have to be responsible, start taking care, care of your own body. You just can't because, and this is where I call out both sides because both sides are guilty from the naturopathic holistic side and the pharmaceutical side that 
we have come to this understanding or idea and culture that we can go eat whatever we want and take drugs and we're going to be okay. Or mm-hmm. we're going to go eat whatever we want and take supplements and we're going to be okay. Well, both sides are going to end up with cancer, autoimmune situations, cardiovascular disease. Yeah, you, you, we've gone into the ditch, you know, on the natural side, and I'm a huge proponent of the natural. That's I go the holistic route myself. But like you just said, you see that, you know, it's all supplement, 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 and or it's all drug, 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 drug. So you're both you're in the ditch either way, and we have to get back to getting taking responsibility for our health. And you can't just eat what you want and think a drug's going to fix it. And so there's that deeper root that needs to be looked at. Why are you eating stuff that is bad for you? What is, is there an emotional root behind that? What is a spiritual root behind that? And we've got to dig deeper because the Lord needs us here. You know, God told you his, his generals are dying. You know, his army is sick and they are. And that's why your work is so important right now. Um. And it's, we want to live a long life. We want to live a long, healthy life. You know, one of the examples I use all the time when I'm speaking is um, the Queen of England lived well into her 90s. And the the last wedding she was at with uh, her uh, grandson, if you saw the videos of the photos, she got out of the car, walked down the aisle, sat patiently for several hours, got up and walked out. No help. No cane, no walker, no wheelchair. You've got 50 and 60-year-olds complaining about knees problems, hip problems, running to go get implants, you know, replacements. And what's what's the problem? You know, you've got uh, a culture there where they eat from the farm, they fish out of the ocean, mm-hmm. and they hunt from the forest. And this is what they consume. You know, Hippocrates years ago said, let food be your medicine, medicine be your food. I mean, we need to take that and paste that on every kitchen and in America and around the world. You know, we have people around the world listening. Mm-hmm. So everybody needs to scribble that on their wall or paste it on their wall. So it's a reminder every time they go cook, they eat, they're, they're understanding that what I'm putting in my body, it's either going to help me or hurt me. So which one is it? And be a little more conscious and responsible in that space. Mm-hmm, I agree. Now, I would love for you to share about, you created a program and you just uh, published your book, uh, 120. And so I'd like you to share about this. Yes, yeah, so a few years ago, I was a little frustrated. I had conversations with several food specialists and nutritionists about creating a food plan for my clients. Mm-hmm. Because most people that came to us are still come to us. Unfortunately, they come in when they're they're already in trouble. It's what happens, right? It's like people yeah. that cars they wait till it breaks down and they run to the mechanic to get it fixed. Right, exactly. <laughs> Everybody, but there's a lot of people out there. But unfortunately, with our bodies, it's more so than even cars and homes. We take care of our cars better than we do our body. We take care of our homes better than we do our body for some reason. It's like this thing is so robust, it can keep going and going and going. Till one day it goes, you know, and then we're yeah. trying to. So um, I wanted to create a, a food plan that could be sustained more from a lifestyle perspective, not just from a short term diet, because this is why diets don't work. Diets don't work. These new food plans that people use don't work because you're not going to be eating out of cartons for the rest of your life. You no. can order that for so long, but you need a lifestyle with it. So in my search, um, 
after I kind of exhausted my resources because all of them had their, their own take on it. But a lot of it led back to taking other things, additives and supplements. And like, that's not the answer. We need to teach people how to consume real food because that's what the body understands. Mm-hmm. And so 2018 or so, God started giving me these downloads. And it was one phase at a time. He's, as, as Just as you and I are sitting here talking, I was talking to a friend of mine. And he gave me this thought and he said, go on a 21 day vegetable only regimen. I've never done that ever in my life. Wow. And I'm a big coffee drinker. As you can see, I already have my first cup. Of yeah. And from one day to the next, I started, I stopped drinking coffee. I was drinking hot teas only and water and nothing but vegetables all day long. And I did that for 21 days straight. And I start seeing changes. The inflammation started going down um, and I started dropping weight as well. People started noticing like, what the heck, what's going on? What's, what's going on with you? And uh, when I got done with that, he took me to the next phase, the next phase, the next phase. So all of that is in that book called Life 120. And you can go to life120.com and, and find that book. It's on Amazon. But when I went through that whole process, at that time, I had weighed 188. I mean, overall, I was healthy. We have specific compositions we also help create for our clients uh, to go along with the food plan. And I, I was pretty healthy. But because I was traveling so much at that time, I was eating out in great restaurants, not, not fast food restaurants, mm-hmm. nice restaurants, nice hotels. But they're all also getting their food from distributors. It's yeah. processed, right? So... It's like the, the matrix. I give this example all the time when the mechanic is sitting inside the matrix and he's having that state and he's talking to the, the bad guy in the in the suit. And he goes, I, I know this tastes like steak. It smells like steak. It even looks like steak, but it's not steak. And this is what's happening to us today is we go to the best steakhouse you know, in, in Miami where you are and you could get a hundred and fifty dollar steak. And unless they have properly sourced it, we're not eating real steak anymore. It's just mm-hmm. almost like so because of that, I had gotten up to 188 pounds and, and I'd weighed that in ever. So when I went through this whole process in 120 days and weight loss was not the goal, I just wanted to help my body function better, produce healthier cells, regenerate better, calibrate all of that. And I lost uh, 40 pounds. I went from 188 to 148. I was lighter than when I was in high school, but now I was lean. I my six pack back. Wow. Hours a night. And I was bouncing out of bed. I had so much energy because I'd taken so many things out of my eating regimen, uh, consciously now. And, um, um, it, it helped me function better. Now, as I started adding more things back into it, I did gain my weight back. I'm at 165 now, but I've kept off 23 pounds and it, I feel great. And I'm more conscious because when I went through that life 120, it brought me out to the other side phase by phase because phase two was adding more uh, fruits to it. Phase three was adding veg, uh, adding grains and adding eggs to it. And the last phase was adding all the wild caught seafood to it. So when you come out on the other side, you're eating fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, all the seafood you want, eggs and grains. That's a pretty good palate. If you mm-hmm. could stick to that on a daily basis, and then you can have uh, a, a steak or a pork chop or whatever else you go have um, dinner with friends, eat what you want at the restaurant. Or if you're at a, a wedding, then eat what you're what you're served at the wedding, but then go back to this phase five. 
Mm-hmm. That's really good. Now, what do you recommend like for people who are traveling or let's say they go on a cruise or they're on the road in ministry? Do you have uh, some tips for health? Because they're going to be eating food that isn't sourced from good distributors. What would you say to that? Yeah. So this is where the grace comes in, even when you're on the plan and you're off the plan. So and I've had people do the Life 120 and they're traveling for a week. Well, I say, look, try to eat everything as organic as possible. If you're on the run, do what you got to do. But when you come back, get right back on the Life 120 plan. So mm-hmm. let's say you're on phase three and you are doing the fruits, vegetables, nuts and seeds. And day 11, you happen to go on a, a trip and you're gone for seven days. Well, take the seven days and add it back to the 21 days. So you're doing the 21 days of phase three in 28 days versus 21. So that's that's the answer on the Life 120 part. Now, once you're gone through the whole Life 120 and you're traveling, you know, something that I did, I was um, involved a little bit in politics, helping some friends that were running for different offices. And we were on the road all the time. And there was a, a week that I was gone pretty much every day. And we were, again, eating at night, nice restaurants, hotels, and uh, I could feel it, just the foods that I consumed. So when I came home, I was here for a whole week. So for seven days, I just went on a juice and soup regimen. I didn't eat. Mm. So I just did soups all week and did juices all week. And it just helped my body rest yeah. and just cleanse and go through the process and get everything out. So there's some hybrid things you can do with that and adapt to your schedule. Mm-hmm. And the 120 stand is for represents 120 days that you do this? 120 days and several reasons. So your white blood cells produce every three days. So every every um, every three days you get white blood cells. Every 90 days you get red blood cells. So as we're sitting here, our body's trying to produce red blood cells and white blood cells. The ones that are being produced today, the white ones were, were started three days ago. The red ones are being produced today started 90 days ago. So the process, the reason why we did the one, 120 and God, I feel like gave me the 120 is when you're consistent, and intentional about staying on this path, the body is pushed to help help it produce healthier white blood cells and healthier red blood cells. Wow, this is so informative. Yes, and you get so you get three three cycles, uh, four cycles a year of red blood cells, and and this is important because white blood cells are your soldiers. There, there's eighty percent of them sitting in your gut, ready to go to work. If you eat something that's poisonous or toxic. They'll go to work. If you get bit by a bee on your left arm, they get deployed and go help encapsulate the the poison and get it out. This is what Mm -hmm. takes care of cancer, infections. All of this stuff is the white blood cell family. The red blood cell helps repair and rebuild the body. It's the oxygenator of all the tissues as well. So this is why it takes longer for sometimes injuries to even recover versus cancer and infection, the body can take care of right, right away. It's actually taking care of it right now as we mm-hmm. talk. And, and this is why the whole um, detox and cleanse concept is kind of jaded when someone says, I'm going on a cleanse, I'm going on a detox. Well, it's kind of a, it's redundant. Here's because you and I are detoxing and cleansing as we sit here and, and talk to each other. So when someone says I'm going on a cleanse or a detox, they're just saying, I'm going to help my body better. Mm-hmm. I love it. What are what are uh, a couple tips that you can um, that our our audience can uh, put into place right now? Sure. 
you know, when uh, someone comes to see us as a client, we tailor things to them. But when we're talking to a general audience, few things everybody can fix, no matter where they're in the world, especially in the developed world. Uh, the undeveloped world doesn't need any help. <laughs> no. <laughs> we can actually take a few tips from them. Yeah. Um, it's got, it's funny. So I was listening to a, a, a friend that had come in to speak at church and he's saying, look, the persecuted church is fine. We don't need help. It's the developed church needs help. Right? <laughs> yeah. They're the ones that need Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, with, uh, with, with the, with the way the body functions and way our culture is in developed countries, number one, we have to start moving the body. We don't do that anymore. We haven't done that in over half a century. In the 70s, there was an article that came out called Sitting is a New Smoking. Mm-hmm. We don't even walk to the store anymore. You know, we go down the block and we jump in our car to go to the, the store. Yeah. And we and, and now it's, we're in a golf cart culture in all these different communities. They don't go walk to go get their mail anymore. They want to jump on their golf cart to go get their mail. So all of this is a compounding interest in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. So we intentional about moving. So I just start at the foundation because with all the different types of people listening from all over the world, depending on where they are, where they're at um, with their health. And we may have people that are working out every day, but we may have people that aren't even moving. So start with 10 minutes in the morning and 10 minutes at night. Walk as fast as you can. So set a timer on your phone or whatever and and just just walk, walk as fast as you can. And you'll start increasing that every day. And maybe as you start getting going, then you can maybe start jogging. That my my mom's a great example. Mm-hmm. She is uh, in her mid-70s now and she started moving. She started moving her body. She started uh, uh, doing like just light weights, dumbbells, bands. And But she started two years ago just by walking. I told her mother, just start walking. Set a timer, walk 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So she started that 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at night. And now it's accelerated to where she's going to the gym every day. She's participating in different classes. And she's, she told me the other day, I think I'm going to start jogging. But that would not have been even an idea over two years ago when she wasn't ready to do that. So I just mm-hmm. said, just start walking and let the body acclimate. Not that you ever have to jog. You may never jog, but at least you're moving the body every day. And that's building some compounding interest in the right direction. So that's the movement part of it. The food part of it, again, we can all make changes today. Next time you go to the store, anything you bring into the house, make sure it's fresh, raw as possible, as organic and real food as possible. Start reading the ingredients. You know, the old saying, the less ingredients in the package, the better off you are. So we have to go back to eating real food because it's really about what the body understands. Mm-hmm. One of the examples I use is we've gotten into a culture where everything is about protecting the product. And wine is a great example. You know, we have great wine in this country, but Europe's wine is a lot cleaner than ours because we put so much focus on protecting this bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the parameters to protect the bottle of wine is, well, if it leaves um the napa valley and it's in the middle of summer and it's sitting on a, a freight train or a truck and it's going through the desert and the truck breaks down we don't want the the, the wine to spoil so that becomes standard and now we got so many preservatives in there 
and sulfites in there to protect the wine when we sh what we should be protecting is the the this is the best product this is the product so we have our to, body our body so it, for for whatever reason this is another issue this is another situation where this is the only space in industry where we're protecting the product and not the design the product we don't do that with cars right they don't go this is the best oil but the oil is uh, got all these contaminants in it to protect it, but it's going to harm the car. You know, it, the manufacturer sets the standards for what needs to go into the car. So we have to change that as a culture. We have to participate in that. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's really good. Dr. Tosh. Uh, that's excellent. And so just to recap, it's something as simple as setting a timer, walk for 10 minutes in the morning, walk for 10 minutes a night, or even if you're if you're at work and you have a break, just take a 10 minute break, go up and down the stairs, but at least get your, make it your intention to get your body moving and also begin to eat more raw foods. And you can even make a smoothie, you know, just put vegetables in and make a smoothie out, out of it and have that for breakfast or dinner or whatever, what have you. Yes. And the other thing, it's interesting you said that about uh, getting up and moving around every few hours when you're working. And it, the, the other thing that's happened in this country, and I've noticed this when my grandmother was in the hospital, um, her hospital at that time had windows. Today, these hospitals don't have windows. The buildings don't have windows. I had a, a friend that come, that come to me for help and she had some fungal infections. We helped her track it down. She'd been living in a high rise building for 14 years, brand new building. Mm -hmm. It's remote. So we have to wow. step and we have to get fresh air. Even all the office buildings today, including mine, doesn't have any windows anymore. We cannot get any fresh air in. We keep breathing the recirculated air every day. So I'm I'm intentional about stepping out. Every couple hours, I'll walk outside, maybe take a phone call, or if the sun's out, I'll get some sun on my face and walk back up. I'm on the third floor, so I'll walk the stairs up and down every day. I don't ever take the elevator. So that's just make, make it uh, part of your lifestyle to step out of the go get some fresh air every couple hours. Oh, that's, that's a really good point. You know, like I have a tendency and I've, I've had to really, God's been highlighting to me too. You know, I were, I'm writing and working on my book. So I'm spending all this time at the computer and I'm in the house. And so I have to now, so I've started forcing myself to walk outside for at least five minutes and get some fresh air and get, get some sun on my face. Because otherwise I'll sit at the computer all day long. And, you know, like you said, it's a cumulative effect. So whatever you're doing will accumulate and it'll have an effect one way or another. Mm -hmm. Wow, this is awesome. You know, why don't we, uh, let's pray. Uh, we're going to close out the show and let's, uh, why don't you start in prayer, pray for our audience and I'll finish. Father God, we pray for everyone that's watching this, everyone that's going to be watching this uh, when this gets released and even 10, 20, 30 years from now, that you give them revelations, you give them understanding to what we've spoken, the word we, words we've spoken, Father, that what, what heaven's saying for breakthrough, for uh, the chains being broken off, with the witchcraft that's been allowed into our homes, that's been allowed into our culture, that's been allowed into the church itself, that we we be, we're conscious about this and we're responsible and we 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 pray for breakthrough for everyone that is watching this that the chains be broken off that they get better understanding that they bind their mind to the mind of christ and every decision they make 
is responsible according to the kingdom in Jesus name. Yes, I agree. Lord, we thank you for your Holy Spirit to quicken us. I pray, Father, that you would remove every hindrance that would block each of us from taking the actions and the steps that we need to. And Lord, we break off laziness or exhaustion or stress and ask that you shift the mindset, Lord. We have to have mindset shift. And so I thank you for that now by the power of the Holy Spirit. And we bless everyone who's listening and watching right now. We bless their families with good health and wisdom and the strategies of heaven in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Well, this has been a very informative, awesome show. Thank you for being our guest today. You're amazing. And please share uh, again the website for your book and how people can get a hold of you. Sure. It's www.life12020.com. And some information on there will take you to the Amazon site as well, where you can get the book. Awesome. And if you want some more information on us, you can go to ask at toshjames.com, email the office, and someone will get back with you. Repeat that one more time. Ask, A-S-K, at toshjames.com. Great. And God bless everyone. And we'll see you all in the next session. Thank you for listening to Reveal the Diamond Within podcast. If you're blessed by today's message, rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Help us spread the gospel. Visit me at virtualchurchmedia.com. God bless you. And we'll see you in the next session.